0: hello friends and welcome back to share your story with Ellie. I'm your host Ellie V and we are back for part two of our episode with Susan britt Macon. If you haven't listened to part one I definitely encourage you to go back and listen to SB's story of coming to faith, her friendship with my mom and her journey into becoming an artist. In today's show we unpack our grief experiences both with tears and with laughter. Being in different states and in different stages of life, I think you'll learn a lot about our experiences, but also hear the different ways you can maybe support someone as they walk through a hard season. There are so many people God put in my life to support me as I walked through my hard season. My family, my sister, my aunt, my cousins, my friends, my coworkers, and each of them played such integral roles in supporting me, and I'm just so glad Susan Britt was one of them. I invite you to listen along and laugh with us as one of my spiritual moms, Susan Britt, shares her story with grief. Well, as you talk about your move um, Mm -hmm. and kind of, I'd love for you to walk through what spurred you to move back home because I know it was not what you'd initially hoped for or planned. And at the same time, that was right around when my mom was diagnosed. Yeah. And and being pulled and separated, yeah. during that time, we couldn't have known. We didn't no. know, no. um, but God still had
1: purpose in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, He did. Um, in two thousand and eight, when the market dropped, a lot of a lot of us, all a lot of people, it was a really yeah. hard time, and it hit us very, very hard. And, um, it was just very hard to get back on our feet. And at the same time, my mother was up here in North Carolina, we were in Jacksonville and she had a bad lung disease that was pretty much keeping her in the house. Right. And the doctors were saying she doesn't need to be alone and blah, blah, blah. So, uh, um, and lots of prayer. I just felt like the Lord was saying it was time for us to go home. You know, that my mother needed help. And just kind of um, practically, I was thinking, what are we doing here? Yeah. We're not getting ahead. And um, we, I just, we just felt the Lord was leading us home. And, of course, mm-hmm. we got together with a group of people that prayed over us. In that, and we did get words prophetic words that were saying you know that that this was it was confirmation, and then I remember one word in particular was the one of you know don't look back to the former things for I'm doing a new thing yeah. isaiah yeah and um that was the word we really left on is really went and knew that it was something God had called us to, and I remember the morning we left. Your mother had us over with a lot, some couples that we, yeah, prayed with, and um, and we we were like the United Nations prayer group, (laughs) Papua New Guinea, South Korea, you know what I mean? Different walks, different ethnic groups. I mean, it was just wonderful, and um, the Lord sent us on our way, but I'll never forget that was the. Hardest place saying goodbye to your mother that morning. That was um I've never had a sister. And so she was she was my sister, you know. Yeah. yeah. And um it was just it was so hard. And then of course us coming home, and it was a time that it was like, <laughs> you know, okay, we're fifty and sixty years old or whatever, and we're moving yeah. home to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> humbling and always. <laughs> oh my God! So it was, it was really, really tough, but it was a time that probably, uh, um, looking back, you know, hated leaving your mom. And then of course, two weeks after I left, we found out it was cancer. Cause remember yeah. I was back in Jacksonville. Yeah. And I'll never forget the day she walked through the gate at the pool. And, um, yeah, uh, mm-hmm, yeah.
0: I remember Uh, really vividly because she had a first bronchoscopy that was exploratory because they kept not being able to figure out what things were. That's And um, we found out that there was a mass and it was probably cancer. And I'll never forget it was a Tuesday, October 17th. And my mom said, "I, I need you to be my voice in this. I... I I don't have it. I need you to be my voice. And so I was making calls to everyone. So I had a list of um all of her nearest and dearest that I had to call with the news. And you were my first call and it was very much a now what? What do we do? And and at that point it was still kind of in limbo. We didn't have a lot of information and it was right. that Friday that we were getting all the test results back and that's when <laughs> I know you were in town. You were back in town. Yeah, and I was at work, and I remember I, I kept calling you, being like, "Do we have any news? Do we have any news? Do we have any news?"
1: Yeah,
0: and you were like, "Just get home. Just get home. We'll find yeah. out more when you when you get home." And yeah, yeah walking through that gate, I, I'll never forget it.
1: Wow, I will never forget that either, Ellie. You're like I said. I didn't. Your mother didn't show a lot of emotion sometimes, you know? I mean, yeah. And I remember when she walked through and just the crying, you know? Her, your dad. Yeah. You. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Mary Claire. When Mary Claire was there, Mary Claire was there. Yes. 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 She came home. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. Yeah. There was, it was a really interesting, overwhelming, I mean, as everything would be, but all of a sudden our house was really full, which was like a good thing, but also a crazy thing because all of her, um, family was in town. Y'all were in town and everybody was staying and everybody just wanted to come over, but she was also really, really sick. She had a cold at the same time.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, it was, it wasn't, cancer. Cancer was probably making it worse, but it was something else completely that had her completely down. And it was like this crazy, all of a sudden it went from like, oh, this is my mom and she's kind of, hasn't been feeling great. And we had a sense that it was something my mom and I did. Yeah. Yeah. And the cough just kept Mm -hmm. coming, but then all of a sudden (laughs) she was bedridden. And feverish and could move, and lights needed to be off and it, it happened so fast, and there were yeah. so many people and I just remember like we cried and prayed over my mom's mm-hmm. bed, i mean mm-hmm. like on the hour, and people Constance. didn't understand why can't we come over, why can't mm-hmm. we be there what and my mom's also a very private, private person; she doesn't do a lot of mm-hmm. and and it was this it was this interesting spot that it all of a sudden. I was in of like, how do I communicate? And I feel like I'm hurting people's feelings, but mm-hmm. I also am speaking on behalf of her. And also she's so sick to a point yeah. that it, it's not even like this is bad news and there's a plan. It's like she can't even
1: walk right now. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. But one one thing, there, I mean, because there was so much going on, there was a minute that Mary Claire and I had to – we just went into my room and closed the door and just stared at each other. Like what do we do? Where do we – how how do we move on? How do we process? There's, we don't even know how to get to mom, just us. And we don't know, but there was Mary Claire had come home and she is such a good chef. Like she's just, she has an instinct. She and Emily would get in there, but she made spaghetti squash. And it was before spaghetti squash was really a big thing. And everybody was dumbfounded by the fact that you could make a squash into noodles but nobody knew what to say to us during those few days because it just got so dark so quickly and nobody had any answers. And so everybody kept asking about the spaghetti squash. Squash. It was like, so where do you buy the spaghetti squash? (laughs) So how, what's the temperature when you put the spaghetti Spaghetti squash squash. in? (laughs) And we'll never forget it (laughs) because I was staring at her and we were like, what do we do? Where do we go? How do we process it? She goes, if I hear another dang question about spaghetti, spaghetti squash, squash, she said, you know what Madison asked me? I said, oh, I heard it. She goes, he asked, what fork do I use for the spaghetti squash? <laughs> and we were like, what, do you need a gold plated fork in order to make this thing? And it was our moment that we
1: laughed so hard because literally no one knew what to say to to us except for to talk about the
0: spaghetti squash.
1: Okay, I'm going to, have you seen that new meme that's out, Taste the Biscuit? You and Mary Claire need to do that spaghetti squash. Taste the spaghetti squash with the gold fork. I mean...
0: That was I mean, like, everything was about the spaghetti squash. The squash. If we didn't sell, I mean, if we didn't sell out that grocery store spaghetti squash after that week, <laughs> I don't know what would.
1: Well, I have to admit, uh-huh. me, I have been in all spaghetti squash since then myself. <laughs> I will say, <laughs> I went home to mom, taught mom how to do yeah. spaghetti squash. It does kind of turn into this. Now, what is this again? I exactly. mean, you know, so you really do find yourself talking about the spaghetti yeah. squash. It came back. It came back. But, you know what I love about this right now is just yeah. seeing us. One second, we're talking about your mother and that terribly tragic day that we all were there. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're giggling over something so silly. And that is yeah. exactly how your are to me, I know right yeah. now, I yeah. know your mother yeah. would love that because. Yeah. Laughter is how she always would turn something around. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was, that was, that was was that, that, that special twinkle about her. Was that. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Uh, No, that is, that is the gift. It is. And I'm so grateful because I think of being able, I mean, you and I have been through some talks together and you have treated me the way I treated your mother. Some hard questions yeah. and some yeah, buts,
0: yeah, yeah. But. yeah uh-huh. but,
1: yeah, but, yeah, mm-hmm. but. And, and I, I sit here and think of how it's the two of us having this opportunity. Yeah. We, we are just, we thank God so much for the inheritance that mm-hmm. you have yeah. from your mother. Yeah. legacy now that you are, the voice that you are. That, yeah. And your mother would hate to be the one. She she would say, this isn't about glorifying me. This is about glorifying exactly. God. Exactly. But what yeah. I, I guess what I'm getting to is I see this strong woman in Christ right now. Mm. Thank you. And it's because of what Jane, what your mother did by teaching you and Mary Claire yeah. At a very young age, even though it was, oh, mom, it's 11 o'clock <laughs> yeah. in the morning. You know, yeah. or, do we have to listen to another praise and worship? Can't we hear? <laughs> yes. Bring no Mars. The radio. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the radio. Yeah. I mean, and, but, you know, she did. She, she gave a gift that will be everlasting. Yeah. She, she really formed. A strength and um, a found like feeding you and Mary Claire. Now it's up for y'all from here on out yeah, as to how exactly you, you take it, accept it, yeah. grow in it. Yeah. But that y'all are her legacy. Yeah. And I believe it. What an inheritance
0: she's yeah. given you.
1: Exactly, I believe it. And and she taught me to do the same. Yeah. You know, and that's. I remember her saying to me one time, she said, Susan Brett, something could happen to you tomorrow. I was worried about, you know, something with my children. And and we used to always pray. And um, and she said, something could happen to you tomorrow. Yeah. And you're not here to look after them. But mm-hmm. if you have given them the foundation of putting their their life and their trust in their Savior, Jesus yeah. Christ, she said... Then you've given them everything, mm. because if you are not here and they have him, they're going to be okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. what I see. I am so proud of you, but I am so in awe of <laughs> Jesus. You. And yeah, it, it makes me just cherish and thank Him for the friendship I had in your incredible mother, yeah, and an incredible teacher, yeah, you know, and friend to me. I just. yeah yeah. Yeah. And am away. What was,
0: I, I mean, <laughs> me too, especially because I know that this has been so the gift is that he gave me so many women, but especially you in my life that were in the everyday that were surrounded by wisdom. And I remember, um, and, and I know like for all of us, it was just so hard that we were walking mm-hmm. through so much, even, I know for both of you of just like, how do you walk through such depths of this dark season without the person you've been walking through the depths with for so many years, you know, like Mm -hmm. why was that the timing? And, um, I just remember, I mean, even in the day that she passed, like, um, just not having you there felt like, Oh my gosh, like how, how, how did he allow that? Yeah. How did, and, and, and really, even before that, like you did step in, in a lot of ways. We had a lot of words and a lot of dreams and a lot of confirmations that she would be healed. Yeah. And we, I don't think it was just, we made that up. I don't think it was that that's just, we, we were hoping for. Yeah. I think that we really had it confirmed. In so many ways and, yeah. and from distances, you know, it wasn't just, oh yeah, well, I heard the doctor say that in that appointment with her, but I don't think that's what he meant or whatever. It was, it was people across the country. Yeah. And we were Absolutely. united in
1: that. That's right.
0: And I, and I remember being like on the phone, like, this is what they say. And you're like, oh, but we had this dream. We had this mm-hmm. word. And especially story of Lazarus, that was, that was one that was spoken at the Really, beginning
1: that the sickness would not end in death. Um, I, re- I remember hearing the Lord speak that to me, John eleven yeah, four. John eleven four. Yeah, I'll never forget it. And I declared it over and over. And yeah, I remember um being on the phone with your mother, and one day she sounded bad. I remember I was outside. I can tell you where I was. It was in the, my garage, and I was just pacing back and forth and just praying. Praying over her, like, you know, and saying, Lord, you said, you know. Yeah. declaring that word. And your mom so sweetly goes, Susan, right." you know, it's it's a win-win. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if I'm healed this side of heaven, he gets the glory. Yeah. If I'm healed in heaven, you know, I'm a lot. It, it's a win-win. He gets the glory. Yeah. Yeah, And I remember My head knowledge I was like yeah 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 Jane Got it but Uh he said And I just kept saying no 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 And it was I think um, Months after her death You know which we all question I know you did I know Laura did I did Um, Sure Mary Claire I mean everybody Just like your dad What you know And I remember I just felt I think it was until hearing a study on it that mm. even though he raised Lazarus this side of heaven, it was to show he's, he's God, yeah. it's his power. But it also was that foretelling of the resurrected life for yeah. eternity. You know what I mean? Because Lazarus yeah. still died. Still died. Yes. yes. <laughs> you know, and he's not walking with us now. Yes. That's right. <laughs> and I remember that day even thinking back. When your mother said it to me, when I think back on it, your mother was already at peace.
0: The way mm-hmm. she said
1: it, she yeah. knew where she was going. Right. She knew leaving, leaving your family was the hardest, but she knew where yeah. she was going. And right. I think, um, and it is a win-win. She is alive and it is yeah. to the glory of God. Yeah. And I can tell you why it's because her her funeral was a testimony to that of yeah. the life, the resurrected life, the hope of where yeah. we're going for eternity to be with Him. That was so evident in her at her funeral to the point that there were people there saying, "I want to know more about this Jesus that she knew."
0: Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, and that was that was one of the beauties of she always thought. I don't have that many friends or I don't have that much influence or there aren't that many people around. And, and I relate to a lot of what she went through in different areas of where she felt like she wasn't invited to the parties or the certain gatherings or whatever. Her name was off, off the list. Like, and I just remember there was, there was such a depth of despair that I think we all felt from the just to be honest, mine was more of a despair that I felt like, God, I thought I could trust you. And this is what you told me Mm. not a despair of where she was. Right. Like it, and, and a despair that I lost my mom and my best friend, but like, so do I, do I not get to trust the voice that I thought I've always had in you? But there was something that um, just in speaking at her memorial service. We, mm-hmm. we said before that, like we want, I, I actually had a vision two days before, um, in a dream that I knew my mom, I, everyone was dressed in white. I knew my mom wouldn't want everyone in black. Yeah. And it was, it was so many people and so many f- faces of people that we knew that weren't necessarily like our companions in church, but they were right. different people around our community and whatnot.
1: Right. Or well, your mother and, and didn't up there. Yes. Yes. You
0: know. And um, at her actual service, so much of it that day did not turn out the way we planned whatsoever. I she remember. The, yeah. And I was not okay with it. <laughs> I, had to a lot of a, I
1: had to speak a righteous word, if you remember. <laughs> yes. I do absolutely remember. Um, And
0: we, but we ended up inside um, in a, like, Gorgeous space, but so not my mom. But we thought we were going to be on the beach. It was absolutely pouring rain. Mm -hmm. So much was chaos. But a whole host of people showed up in white. And because... Overflowing. Do you remember the back overflow? That was the thing is we were in a back room. And Mm -hmm. then as we walked out, it was standing room only in an Mm -hmm. entire conference center. I mean, Mm -hmm. there had to be 300 people. And Mm -hmm. walking through... Easily. all of those people yeah if yeah 300 if not more and walking through and seeing the faces of people that were so touched and impacted and i remember what you said to me because i felt like i was in such a dark place and i but i felt like the lord gave me a picture of my mom has such a ripple effect on people and she thought she was just the one lonely raindrop
1: mm-hmm.
0: but she had such a ripple effect yep and it was because it was storming as I was talking about it, you could see the rain coming outside and it would thunder like right when I would Oh yeah. talk about the gospel. And it was in that and seeing this whole, I mean, huge community of people all in white, all united because they were there to honor my mom's life, but hearing first and foremost who her first love was. Yes. And why she was oh, where she yes. was.
1: Oh yes. You know?
0: Yes. And and singing the songs that she loved so much that were not your traditional funeral Mm-mm. hymns, but Mm-mm. but people who were awakened and eyes open to and I know that is not what she thought she would have. No. But it but it's and she would still say, But it's because of Jesus. Amen. But I don't think she knew the impact that just following him herself had on so yeah.
1: many people. That's right. And I think about, too, like that day, I remember people saying to me, like, people that maybe weren't deep studiers, but, you know, they know and they would say, oh, my gosh, I mean, everybody dressed in white, I mean, are we like the great white cloud of witnesses? (laughs) And so, as I think about that right now, as you're talking, I'm thinking... Again, to the glory of God, this sickness yeah. will not end in death, mm. but you know, in life. I mean, to the glory of God, you know, she'll yeah. be raised. She's raised up. She's a part of the great cloud of witnesses now. There we were all were. It was just like that. Do you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what it looked like. Yeah. People were yeah, saying it did. We looked like. I mean, everyone was in white. Everyone yeah. was in Especially light.
0: with the sounds of heaven, because that was a yes. nasty storm. I mean, that it was, was, it was loud. It was, it
1: was overcoming. Yeah. Oh, it, it was, was something. So, I mean, yeah. it was just beautiful. Yeah. And so, you know, we can look back, we can look back and we, we really can say all of this. I mean, we have a, a really deep place that we'll never lose with Jane. Yeah. But we can really smile and say, Lord, thank you and see his goodness in it and what he's given us, our hope with him Mm. in eternity. And that's what we look forward to. And um, the good news is for those in Christ, we're going to see her and many others one day. Reunited with cake cake will and be cake. step one. Lots of cake. <laughs> yes. Lots of cake. Angel food cake. <laughs> oh yes, exactly.
0: Um, what do you feel like in walking through that grief that you either learned or like learned more about the yeah. Lord or learned or what was, what was
1: ripped apart or what gave you new vision? I think you know, I don't know if you remember this because you were in the throes of the pain. I yeah. came I came to Jacksonville in the yeah. end. Yeah. And I stayed for ten days. Sweet yeah. Kim Joel let me stay with her. Yeah. She and Bill. And um I stayed for ten days. Yeah. And I never got to see her. Yeah. And um I remember Walking down to the river on the last day and Mm. I said, Lord, am I going to get to see my friend? And the way he answered is Mm. he just said, can you give her to me? He didn't say yes or no, just can you give her to me? Yeah. And I did. Mm -hmm. And. There was a trust in that. There was a trust. So I don't, you know, I didn't grieve the way you would, of course, or Mary Claire or your father. That was the relationship that she had led me to to trust him. Yeah, now that doesn't. with That wasn't without question, as right. things went on, and I saw the pain you were in, or, you know, talking to you or, or Laura, or whatever. And so we can always take our questions to him. Nothing. Yeah. You know, we can always do that. And I think, you know, talking with Trisha mm. and um, Darlene, you know, yeah. we just continued to stay in that place of prayer, praying for y'all. Yeah. It was just a place where, you know, in death. We must draw near to him, but he promises, you know, the Holy Spirit is our comfort and he will come and comfort and lead. And grief is a part that we must learn to go through. He knows the pain. The father knows the pain and giving his only son and Jesus knows the pain in the rejection and the loneliness and the abandonment and the all the things of the cross, he, you know, and the sting of death, but it didn't yeah. affect him, but he took it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that I, that's because of what your mother had taught me. That's why I say when people go through a death crisis, I don't, without Jesus, I don't know how they do it. Because I don't either. That's what I would turn to are those places of he did it before us. Mm. Therefore, yeah. you know. That's where we bring our cares. That's where we bring our cries. That's where we bring our pain. That's where we bring our sorrow. And if it's every minute, that's not too much for him. He can handle Mm. it. And he's faithful to get us through. And then I know because of the circle of friends that he gave us Mm. all those years, women's conferences and Bible studies and all these things, the body of Christ was there, I know for me, Mm. I know for Laura, I know Mm. for you, Mary Mm. Claire, if you wanted it, you know, and so therefore somebody came that would just hold or just listen to me in the grieving process or would speak a truth and that's how I got through
0: mm-hmm. the grief.
1: I did listen to a lot of Shane and Shane. <laughs> <laughs> and that yeah. one song that... Though He Slay Me? No, but the that one? one that got me that your mother... I felt the one it, it sings, um, and forgive me for my terrible singing, but <laughs> it's um, draw near, oh God, you know, um, mm-hmm, for your nearness mm-hmm. is our good. Yeah. And so I knew... I needed, I need the, needed the goodness of the Lord after losing your mom, and so I just kept crying out, drawing yeah. around, God, because right yeah. now I know that you are the only one that's going to take away this pain and this hurt and all that, and He did, He did, yeah. and now because of the truth of knowing your mother is before Him, dancing, alive, fully worshiping. Mm. If you could have seen the way she would giggle. And those yeah. big Frodo feet, long toes would curl talking about <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'll
1: never forget Familiar. The, we, we, well, she, the way she told the story of praying for me as a friend, she would say, like, she said, if somebody was in church, she said, I'd been praying for a friend that wanted to go deep. And if somebody mentioned the name Jesus, and you know how her eyes, she would be like, You want to talk about Jesus? And she said they would be like, you know, down, Jane, down. (laughs) Be a little more coy. (laughs) (laughs) And so that is another place that I think I was able to let go because she's home. Mm, Yeah. So all these things. When you point everything back to him and that truth and what he did at the cross to give us eternal life, she's home. Yeah. When you know the truth where he says, you know, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Your home is another place. All these things. Yeah. Um, Those are truths that, I mean, I'm not going to say I just spit those out as a way to help me through the healing, but I knew them. No. Yeah. You know, I did know them. And so yeah. the more I just would stay in his word or worship him sometimes, just cry. I mean, just cry. Yeah. On the floor, yeah. like nasty cry. Yeah.
0: He
1: he would yeah. come with a peace and he would lead me to something that I would know. Mm. It's all okay. Yeah. Yeah. And always put prayer partners around me. So that's how I got mm. through the grief. Yeah. How about you?
0: I feel like the biggest thing that it taught me was um, exactly what you said. Heaven is home. Mm -hmm. I think I got – for me, it was such a baseline that I had to get down to what's the foundation of my faith that Mm it it rocked a lot of the extras of how do I hear from him or what does this look like or how often did I pray, Mm -hmm. any of the performance, but just – Mm-hmm. who is he because I think I had a I had a lot of question marks on you say you're the healer but why weren't you that for my mom mm. but shifting that perspective so much into home is heaven and mm-hmm. we have a hope for heaven that's right I think I think it was you know there's grief is it, it doesn't necessarily end there's not really a Mm-mm. stop Mm-mm. I don't Mm-mm. think to it and I think um a lot of mine raised a lot of questions and wrestling you've been on the other end of a lot of those (laughs) but i think i think the grief allowed me to see how much he he continues to pursue us even when we don't feel it even we don't think it even when we're not aware of it that's right and he gave me such a place to allow myself to have the questions because because what Mm. what all knowing god also gives us the space to ask you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was also in the places that my mom deposited so much of that in the, I know he can, he hasn't, but he's capable and I love Mm -hmm. him still. Amen. Um, that was, it it was those deposits of hers that, um, carried me through a lot of, and and then the prayers of people. I mean, I know there's a lot that, um, it was in that being surrounded um, for so many years that even when I wasn't fully aware of what what was being prayed over me or what, I know that there was an army of people.
1: Oh, yeah, there were. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I look at yeah. the, the army that came around her. Yeah. And so, therefore, you yeah. know that you have been a part of all of those women and men. Yeah. We can't yeah. leave Father Jim out, <laughs> yes. um, but yes. you know the just so many. And then again, the whole Athens crowd. Yeah, I mean, gosh, yeah. Laura had a whole another. They're a you community know, like no right, other, right? Yeah. And I'm sure Anne had a group in Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it just uh, we will never know until we get there. Yeah. Exactly. But exactly. Then, as we talk and as we even talk about where we're going, I mean, I see such a family in that. It it takes a family, the body of believers, the body of Christ. It takes that to love each other, comfort each other, speak a truth, listen, yeah. hold, cry with. Right. All of those things. Oh, Yeah. That's, I think that's that's been so the picture. Yeah. Yeah, And that's been so the picture
0: of number one, Jesus never leaves us or forsakes forsakes Mm -mm. us. And we have the Holy Spirit and we have the Lord. But even when Jesus is here, he traveled with a group of disciples. He, of course, pulled away into the wilderness to be with his father. But he even had a community of brothers around him. Right. Even though he was the Lord. (laughs) Amen. And we need that too, Amen. We yeah. do, yeah, yeah. We do. I think, I think even that space, um, mm-hmm. having like Kelsey and even Mary Claire, like being home and being here, mm-hmm. was a huge gift when she didn't plan to be. Um, I had a lot of people around me that allowed me to just be where I was, and right. I think that was the gift that my mom gave so many people. I think that was one yes. of her strong suits is just. You don't have to perform, you don't have to present anything, you don't have to hide or shy away from. Be all here. Be completely yep. where you are. Yeah. And she gave space for that, but then gave instruction when it was when it was necessary. And I think um I had a lot of really, really kind and generous people around me that allowed me to do that.
1: Oh, thank you, Lord. That's answered yeah. prayer right there, Ellie. Yeah. That's answered prayer. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Yeah, it yeah. is.
0: I remember my sweet friend Cat from college. She just would sit on the couch and just cry with me because she was oh, like, I, "I don't even her. know she what was to so pre- say."
1: So she's bubbly. Best. She, oh, she's yes. so precious. So she's precious. So fresh. I mean, and she would just
0: cry with me because she was like, "I don't have anything to say."
1: That's I'm just right. sad. Yeah, that's right. And that's. Yeah. I mean, it is. And that's. Yeah, and and you know, being vulnerable. And being able to ask, I just need you here, or I just need you to listen. That's yeah. a place that, that is, that's probably something that I learned mm-hmm. in this process. I'd live my life so secretly, if you will, mm. or whatever, you know. Protected. Um, protected. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And so it, being able to, to kind of just be a little vulnerable or to be able to say, I just cried before the Lord, or would mm. you pray with me? I need prayer. Yeah. Because I remember one of the my gifts is being an intercessor. And I remember yeah. someone saying to me, a mama in the faith, Cheryl. Cheryl said, one time she knew I was in a bad place and she said, who have you called for prayer? And I was like, huh? And yeah. she goes, oh, mm-hmm. oh, Oh, I get it. You do that. Right. But you don't need anybody to pray for you. And she goes, that would be pride Susan Brutt. And I was mm. like,
0: oh. I'm convicted of that all the time.
1: Right. Right. And so that is what, you know, with the, when you've got trusted friends, sisters yeah. in Christ, yeah. you know, pray with each other. That's why he says, Cast your burdens one to another, you know, pray with each yeah. other, get in his yeah. presence. That's that is that place that um that he meets us and we all we we all need it at some point. Yeah. And you never know. In asking, you might be the icebreaker for somebody else. Right. Even though you're right. the one at the moment that needs it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And you have been such a gift in that in the last
0: few months, especially (laughs) with, um, as I've reached out and asked that much more in the prayer group with Eunice and Margaret and Grace and um, walking alongside a lot of those places that I still need to let go or process the grief and not hold it and Mm -hmm. not protect myself from it Mm
1: -hmm. and also
0: walk through the healing and those places that have been intense and hard or even just like when my phone was stolen, and ended up in China. (laughs) 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 A group full of women that take me before the Lord and pray and offer wisdom and comfort. And, and I mean, I had a night earlier this year that it just, it was late at night and I, I just knew I don't have it in me. I don't know where to reach out. I don't know where to go. And I said, Something's happened. I need prayer. And you all said, how about now?
1: And it was Wasn't 11 it p.m. Was like, I was going to say, I remember yeah. that. We were yeah. up till like 1? 1, 1 a.m. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Just talking it through, offering me that place to voice where I was and then praying and returning to- And I remember
1: there was freedom that night.
0: Yeah. Remember? Hugely. Hugely. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That is, um Yeah. I, I have to say, I was I was blown away. I was blown yeah. away at that. Yeah. But,
0: and I think I think that's the the gift of remaining in community. And I've also, like you said, it can be very vulnerable to ask for help or to or to not think you're a burden or a bother or right those places where right. like, I'm asking again and I'm still here. I don't understand. Yep. Um, But the beauty of it is each time we get together, every single person is in a very different season of life and um, on those prayer calls. And every single time each of us walk away with something that the Lord's either shown us or done or confirmed or any of that, it's not singular to that one person. And that is the beauty of the community in the body of Christ.
1: Right. So whoever thinks they're coming with the problem as a burden yes. so far from it, because he he ministered to every one of us that night, didn't he? Yep. Yep. I mean, and we all rejoiced in whether it was a revelation, whether it was a a, a freedom, yeah, you know, or whether it was just you know an affirmation. We all rejoice. I mean, yeah. So that right there tells you: don't ever think you're a burden, because yeah. he's big enough and faithful enough to to Blessing. you and to everyone. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. gosh, yes. That's so yeah. good. Ellie, you can tell. Yeah. All right. My toes are curling. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yes. I love I love when you just get the, the, the revelation of the goodness of who he yeah. is. You know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It and just, as we talk about that, mm-hmm.
0: you also have recently had a dream delayed in going to Israel. And it's been something that's been so, oh, so yeah. confirmed and on your heart for a long time. Yeah. And as you, as you lean on community and as you, yeah. as you ask the Lord, why mm. also remaining in that faithfulness and revelation. So oh,
1: yeah. yeah, I have to say, I don't know that um, I've thought of it that way here and you put it just to let everybody know i um i have been praying for about 18 years for a trip to israel yeah and um in 2010 february 6 2010 i was on a walk alone with the lord at the beach and i heard i was i was asking really about you know a job for my husband <laughs> yeah and I heard the Lord answer me. I have something, but it's not what you think it's going to look like. Mm. Now you will go to Israel. Now remember this day. That was yeah. word for word. And I remember, like wow. Remember, and He said, "Now remember this day." And the way He said yeah. it at that moment, the wind that had been had picked up just stopped. It was like a door shut. Wow. It was so powerful. I mean, it yeah. really was. And I mean, I I went I ran to the house to put that in my journal and I remembered. And so fast forward to 2023, um, Margaret and Jim and Madison and myself were supposed to be going to Israel on the Tuesday Mm -hmm. after the day the war broke out on the 7th. We were supposed to leave on the 9th. Yeah. And the trip that is did not happen, of course. Yeah. And I kind of like you, but Lord, you said. Yeah. I have this word, you know, whether yours was John eleven four, Yeah. The sickness will not end in death. Mine was now remember this day you woke up. Yeah. And I had just thought prior to going, I was like, I oh, wasn't even asking for a trip. I was only asking about a job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I
0: thought, oh, Lord, so you're the it? one who gave this to me. I wasn't right. the one asking. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. And then I was like, and I kept thinking, oh, he's got something from this yeah. Just got something for Madison and, and me and for really for Matt in this trip. So I was so yeah. excited about going. And, um, when it didn't happen, I have to say the grieving that I felt, I had disappointment. Like you said, "Yeah," but by faith and I'm mature enough in it now. Yeah. I said, Lord, I am not going to turn. Mm-hmm. If you said, I'm going to go to Israel, I'll go to Israel. I don't know yeah. what it's going to look like, but I'll get to Israel. Yeah. Am I sad? Of course I am. I've
0: been praying yeah. for this
1: for 18 years. Yeah. And um the Lord had put Israel on my heart a long time ago. Yes. That was that was back at the days of the old ministry. I'd had a vision you know, of a city in darkness and when I asked, he said, you know, it's Jerusalem. No, now yeah. pray for Israel, pray for Jerusalem is what he told me, which is scriptural. Yeah. So I've had a heart for for Israel for a long time. So mm-hmm. in this, I, I chose not to let this steal my joy right in the Lord. If anything, my heart breaks more for the people in Israel, yeah. the civilians in, in Palestine. I mean, yeah, in Gaza, I just, you know, I'm, and I'm, I keep. It's drawn me closer to the Lord in this time of saying, "Lord, mm. give me your heart." I don't even right. know how to pray. Yeah, but He's also connected me. There's a gentleman that I listened to some of his teachings on. Um, he's got a ministry called Orbis Ministries, mm. and Ken Fish, and I've been listening to a lot of his teachings. And now that this has all happened. I got invited to be on a prayer call that meets every Wednesday night wow. with people from all over the country, probably yeah. the other nations. I, right, I don't the world. know yeah. one other soul on this Zoom call, <laughs> yes. but what an honor yeah. to come together and to hear the hearts of people crying out for Lord, your kingdom come, yeah. your will be done. Right. So there's been something that's come. I th- Never in my wildest dreams would I have thought, you know, God, I've listened yeah. to this man for like two months now. And now, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And so, oh, so, I mean, only God would do that. Do you know? Yeah. How did that yeah. meet up with him? Right. I happened to talk to somebody in Richmond who had been a part of his ministry because he prayed for her in a healing that she, I, I mean, only God. Only
0: God. Only, only God. God. Yeah.
1: And so I don't even, I'm not looking back at what I didn't get. I really Mm. look forward as to where, what do we do now, Lord? And I know I'll go because you said it. Yeah. I've even said, hey, maybe it's because of the day he comes back. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You know, that might be when I go to Israel. I mean, but You know, I mean, his ways are so much higher than Mm. our ways and his thoughts are so much higher, you know? Yeah. Can't put him in a box. But what I do know is he's faithful and he's true and he's never ending. Yeah. Mm Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: (laughs) The Lord's been speaking to me a lot about the word invitation. Mm.
1: He invites
0: us to a lot. Mm -hmm. And that's really an invitation is always welcoming and you have the option to accept or decline. That's right. And a lot of that is you had an invitation to be disappointed or you had an invitation to see it as Ooh. a unique offering to enter yeah. into prayer yeah. for a nation that you have a lot of heart towards Yes. and, and people in the whole area that are affected. And if you had That's not right. been paying attention in that way, That's right. you wouldn't have the honor of, putting those names before the yeah. throne. So, yeah. Wow. That's good. Yeah. And I've you
1: been know, learning a lot about that. It's so funny. I think I remember seeing like you kind of given an outline. Yeah. You had incredible oh, me... questions. Thank you. They were oh, amazing. Oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> you're so uh, welcome. But yeah. Some of them were over my head. I mean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you've done just fine. I promise. <laughs> but. I'll ask you the final question. Yeah. To make it that much more official. Yeah. So what is the one word you would use to describe the current chapter of your story?
1: Waiting. Hmm. Waiting. Amen. Why waiting? I'm in waiting. And it's and it's so funny because when I, I did think about that before a call. Yeah. And I got excited. Mm. Because I thought, Lord. Waiting, yeah, it's waiting, and I'm okay with that. You know, mm. I'm, I fight it sometimes. Yep. Like I'll, I'll go, oh, from it. And I remember hearing somebody say the hardest part of a Christian's walk is waiting on the Lord. Yes, but I remember listening to Graham Cook. Your mother and I went to a Graham Cook conference in Jacksonville, uh-huh. CHM put on years ago. Yeah. And he said, if the Lord speaks to you in certain scriptures over and over, that's your inheritance scripture. Mm. And one of mine is Psalm 27. And at the very end of Psalm 27, where it says, you know, about confidently waiting on the Lord, I will mm. wait confidently on the Lord. Yeah. And the whole purpose of that Psalm is a Psalm of faith. Yeah. And that is something that I do believe with all in my story, all, all the valleys and all the high places. Yeah. He is, is bringing me to that place of really trusting him. Mm. Having faith beyond what I see. Yes. You know? Yeah. And, um. And so, I'm excited about the waiting.
0: Yeah, that's it's such an important perspective because waiting can feel. There's two different Um, kinds of waiting, right? Right. Yes, because there's the waiting that's lonely and just your Mm -hmm. frustration grows, your impatience grows, all of the above. And I've had every bit of that. Yes. Yes. yes, Same. We know we've talked about it, Mm -hmm. but. There is also waiting with expectancy, knowing mm. something good is coming, and that can build anticipation and excitement mm-hmm. and more, more of a desire for it because the faith, you know it's good. And the, the faith that's built the faith in the midst of it, in yeah. who
1: He is, because he, he is good. Yes. Yeah. His yeah. promises are true. They're yes yeah. and amen. You know, yeah. as my mom always said, it's about the heart. Amen. <laughs> yes even when it, we didn't want to hear it that's right even when we what do you mean it's about the heart <laughs> oh, yeah. don't forget but, i'm the one that loves remember <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> oh, exactly. oh, oh well this
0: has just been the best of the best and i'm so thankful for you i lo- I just love you so dearly and I love you are truly one friend, of my precious greatest gifts in my life and i'm just so thankful yeah I wanna yeah. also
1: say, Ellie, I know that the season has been hard. I know the surrender. Yeah. That's probably yeah. one word we really haven't spoken that both of us have yeah. gone through. So I, I don't want to yeah. leave that out. But I want to just yeah. say the surrender. Now it's in that in the crushing, you know? Mm-hmm. Now the beautiful wine is coming. Yeah. The fragrance is coming. You know yeah. everything that you've been through, everything that you've surrendered to, everything that's been hard, that you've had to die to. All of these things, the crushing. But now, what God is going to do for His glory, yeah, and for the salvation of others, I hope, or freedom, whatever it's going to look like, we don't know. Amen. Yeah, you just sow the seed. Yeah, <laughs> I love you. I'm proud yeah. of you.
0: I love you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. And we will talk, I'm sure, soon.
1: Probably tomorrow. Um, Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode and honoring our grief stories. I love Susan Britt. Her heart, her laugh, her sense of humor, her tenderness, her movie quotes, her prayers, and her wisdom. There's so much of her to love. Her story is one that continually encourages me. And honestly, she's got a million more stories to share. So hopefully she'll be back for another few episodes. Her Instagram and the various galleries where you can find her work are linked in the show notes and on our podcast Instagram. So please follow along and thank her and please be sure to support her beautiful work. Please also follow the podcast at share your story with Ellie on Instagram and me at the Ellie If you could also take a moment to rate, review and share the show, it would really mean the world to me. And please come back Thursday for a brand new episode with one of my college friends, Megan. She has so many exciting things happening all at once. You're going to be amazed. But she also shares so much encouragement from her first book, You Are Not Behind. You really don't want to miss it. I learned so much. Thanks so much for tuning in. And I will talk to you on Thursday.